Alrighty, welcome in to Play by Play Rugby, episode 5, and Super Round is upon us this weekend. Uh, big week of rugby to get into, and let's get stuck in here this afternoon. Jordan Hughes with you, and as always, two, <laughs> two of the best, Tyler Campbell, Ryan Stowers. Gents, welcome in. Another good week. What a big week in rugby. So much was going on, and excited to talk about. Plenty going on, uh, and Reid, there's been plenty of a reaction of, from you, as always, from your clips and your thoughts uh, during the week. Yep. Uh, how's the how's the feedback been? Uh, well, people just keep offering to spoil um, Attack on Titan for me, so oh, not, okay. not amazing. So your anime fans are coming out of the woodwork, you're telling me? Yeah, to ruin my anime experience. Okay. Well, <laughs> I have nothing for you there. Uh, all right, let's get in quickly to a bit of news this week. The Pacific Nations Cup launch. We spoke about this last year a bit. Canada, Fiji, Japan, Samoa, Tonga and the United States battling it out in August and September. Great concept. Yeah, really good concept. I did just get a little bit distracted because the Highlanders already scored oh, yeah, into sorry. the game. We will um, say we're watching this Highlanders-Blues game live, <laughs> which just started, so the boys are you know, seeing how that unfolds as well. But yeah, yeah but yeah, obviously a good initiative and it's good to see um, those sort of lower tier, sort of tier two nations getting a chance to play some footy. And then I also saw on Stan this week that they're actually broadcasting a few of the 20s games of the Fiji-Tonga 20s, I think it is in Samoa, and Moana Pacifica under 20s. So it's good to see that development pathway and that sort of uh, investment into that lower tier of rugby to sort of boost it up and keep growing the game around the world. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it all unfolds. Um, could you play for Samoa if you wanted to? Like eligibility-wise? You're looking at me, I'm trying to work it out too. Yeah, though. I'm not too... My, well, my granddad is Samoan. You'll be good then. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and I'm pretty sure he's got a Samoan or had... Yeah, right. It's good to know. Good to know. Um, All right, let's get into quickly the Six Nations last week. Uh, Obviously, no games this week, but uh, we'll just skim through it over pretty quickly. Scotland dusted England. Ireland, as we expect, all class over the Welsh. But I want to talk about this one, the French and the Italians. Boys, the Italians, they can't get it right, can they? At that level, you cannot miss a kick like that. Like, seriously, that was definitely kickable. Harsh, though, because it fell off the tee and he had 10 <laughs> seconds to kick it. We've seen the referee how it come out and they probably should have had a, a chance to retake it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, man, they're just so unlucky. They de- deserve that win. You'd almost yeah. call it a win for them. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. Like, I know I mentioned it, I think, our first potty of this year when we covered Italy. Uh, they are growing. Like, their youth program's been kind of strong in their juniors and their 20s and 18s the last few years. And they're starting to sort of reap those uh, rewards and... You know, they may have not have won that game. It would have been nice to have seen them win. But it's um, it's obviously a good thing to see that they're closing that gap because, you know, there was talks a couple of years ago about, oh, let's bring Georgia in. Oh, let's do promotion relegation. So they've really um, improved throughout this tournament and throughout the last couple of years. And I don't know who they've got in the last round. Is it Wales? Yeah. Yeah, I think, they, you know, they could cause an upset. I think they're sort of pushing and knocking on the door of that uh, winning mentality. So hopefully they can... Sort of get a win because it'd be good to see. And England, obviously, no good. Scotland, they're looking so sharp. Really. Yeah, well, I'm just going to say, like, as I predicted, yes. <laughs> Finn Russell, like, those crossfield kicks, like, England's defence is so tight and congested and they like to jam and shut down, but against a playmaker like that, it makes it tough to do. And then um, the winger. Yeah. Oh, what um, a game, eh? What's his. Uh, Van der Merv? Yeah, Van der something like that. Patrick and. Um, yeah, oh, he's a free. He could honestly be one of the best wingers in the world, if not the best winger in the world at the moment. I, I was going to say the same thing. Like, obviously, last year he broke the uh, Brian O'Driscoll's record for most tackle busts, mm. and I think he's going close to break, breaking his own record this year. Yeah. Like, he's just 
he's big, he's strong, he's fast, uh, he knows where to be. And, you know, you saw that intercept, he got a sort of, they had that little turnover, sorry, and he got a one-on-one with the guy in front of him, and he just goes, just takes him on, yeah, confidence, and just goes and sets up that try. It's mm-hmm. like he's just got that natural sort of winger ability about him, so he's going to keep growing and getting better too. Yeah, it's unreal. So next week we'll go over a bit more depth, but Ireland taking on Scotland in Ireland. Uh, it's going to be huge, so we'll see how that one plays out. And then uh, a bit of sevens on the weekend over in Vancouver. New Zealand much improved. The women getting it done. The men just falling short. Argentina, no one can stop them. Did you catch much of this? Uh, not really, personally. There was, I was watching more of the sort of 15 side of it over the weekend, but yeah. did catch glimpses, and I felt for the Aussie woman. They obviously lost Tegan again to another red card that didn't actually happen during the game. They come after, and I've actually seen the tackle, and it was pretty harsh. It was a sort of tackled from behind. Um, yeah, I don't even know how to explain it because personally I wouldn't even have called it a yellow card. So it's sort of that card uh, debate's obviously going to be a growing interest in rugby over the next sort of six months and probably longer at this point because it's, I feel like we've been talking about this for a while. And yeah. I think you brought it up this week, the force head-on-head got yellowed in the game and he, yeah. and he gets that's upgraded so to a four-week so rough. Yeah, four weeks too. Four weeks is just, uh, that's Marley way Pierce too much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no good. A head clash. Um, of course, LA Sevens this weekend. It continues, uh, which is plenty of rugby going on in America this weekend across mm-hmm. the league and union. So, um, yeah, any, any thoughts re-LA this weekend? Well, yeah, like you said, Argentina just look like the team to beat at the moment. Yeah. Unstoppable. But, like, I don't know how... They got those players with that much size and still their skills and fitness is like up there, eh? It's like they're just the perfect athletic, like sort of athletic ability for sevens yeah, at the moment. Like yeah. We we talked about being fast, they're fit. Um, they just, I don't know, they just suit the game of sevens, the players they've picked. Yep. And it's what you'd expect if you're sort of picking dream sort of sevens athletes and they sort of fit that mould across each position and they're going to be tough to beat in the men's. And Obviously, it was good to see New Zealand uh, have a big improvement and have a few guys come in, so they're probably the team to do it, but anything can happen in sevens. We saw South Africa this time around didn't even make the top eight. Mm. Yeah, on South Africa, yes, but Paul, what about the Aussie men? Like, I think they came 10th. Like, they're just so inconsistent. What are they doing? Yeah, I think it's like, sevens. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just about to say, like Tyler said, sevens is just, like... It's just on the day sort of thing. Like, you could be the best team in the world, but a couple of calls go your way, and Seven's momentum is hard to get back, especially when you're on the back foot defending for ages, and then by the time you do get the ball and are able to attack, you're so stuffed from defending. Mm. Like, there's not a lot that you can offer. I've just always seen the drop-off in the Australians. Like, they're in Perth, they're in the final, and Mm. they go to the 10th. Like, it's just awesome or just nowhere. Yeah. We sort of see that with New Zealand too. Like, they didn't make it in the last one, and... It's sometimes a team turns up and they perform. Like, America is a good example. They're normally quite strong in this LA comp. Um, on their home track, yeah. On their home track. And it can be things like, obviously, travel can be a big factor. Um, as Rian said, like, while 14 minutes, when you're out there, feels like a long time. It's yeah. not a long time. Yeah. If momentum's not going your way and a few things go wrong and you're down 14 or down 21-0, it's pretty hard to come back from. And I think another example is Samoa. Yeah. Like, they've been, like, up and down every tournament. And, yeah, it's just Argentina have found a way to be consistent. But I don't yeah. think there's much consistency across the sort of rest of the sevens at the moment. So, which is good to see because it's competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you want to tune into every game because you don't know who's going to win because yeah. you, 
you could have a surprise like Kenya. I remember when Kenya's won it in the past. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, where's Kenya come from? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And now they're not even in the well, they're in yeah. the top tier. That's yeah. like the that's the whole thing with sevens, so that makes it's so it hard to bet on sevens. I hate betting on oh, sevens. Yeah, so don't, I don't know no how point. King Rigos does it. Yeah, he's good at it. I don't know how he does it. Um, all right, let's move on to Super Rugby Week One. What a what a week it was. Uh, quick recap: All the all favourites won. Every favourite covered except the Chiefs. Um, I'm going to be keeping track of our tips this year. What we do currently, I got four from six, five from six, five from six last week. So uh, we'll keep following that along. A lot. Following that along and see how we end up on top. I think you went a bit too much with your heart. Yeah, I was. Uh, back in the Rebels in the um, force. <laughs> Mug. Nah, I, b- I backed the Rebels as well, but they were really disappointing, to be honest. Yeah. They were, like Yeah, terrible, man. Yeah, like so bad. And also, um, just touching on like all of Super Rugby as a whole, like you can still definitely see that big step from New Zealand Super Rugby teams to Australian Super Rugby teams. And you could argue that... Um, the Australian teams, like, their kicking looks a lot better. Mm. But also, if you're watching with a critical eye, they, they have no pressure when they're going for the exits or anything. So they've got time and time to, you know, get a solid kick away. Um, so we'll get into it. What was sort of your, I guess, what caught your eye over the weekend? So have you, Rick? Uh, I'm going to have to go with my boy, Charlie Kale. Yeah, you, you know, picked it early. Yeah, picked it early. He's impressing. Eh? He's looking so good. Definitely, um, definitely a standout in Super Rugby at the moment. Yeah, two tries, that kick trial was something special. And the gas too. He's got some bro, wheels. Yeah, it. bro, he's a freak. He's a freak. Do you know him personally? What's the Yeah, I played at Eastwood with him. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, even back then, like, he was so gun, mm. trying to make first grade from second grade, got the call up and never came back down, eh? Like he was yeah. just killing it. How old is he? Young. Yeah, he's like my age, I'm yeah, pretty okay. sure, yeah. 24 this year, maybe 23. Could be a year younger than me. The Brumbies just produce some good back rowers, don't they, oh. over the years? Just a cohesive team. Yeah. Like I, I used that word last week, but you just watched when they played in that game. They just yeah. know their role. They know what they're good at. They play to their strengths, and they apply pressure in the right parts of the field and at the right times. And I think the Rebels being that sort of ch- – or not chucked together, but obviously being a quite a new lineup and a few changes, it kind of rattled them a bit. But I think they'll be better this week. Mm. Tyler, what caught your eye? Um, big one for me, and I, it sort of sucked. It was the first game of Super Rugby, but that Chiefs Crusaders game was an absolute banger. So good. It like, did suck that it was the first yeah. game though, because it set the standard <laughs> yeah. so high, and then you were like, "Holy Go shit, Super to Rugby's going to be yeah. beast!" Yeah. Like, and then you go to the next game, and you're like, "Thirty points to three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was like it was the only NZ derby I think on of the whole weekend. Like two NZ sides going against each other, and they both just come out. It's a rematch of last year's final. And you watch that first half, the Chiefs are on fire. Bro, the skills and oh. the shape, like but their back doors, the, like the second rowers aren't even looking when they're throwing. They're just finding someone, next person's finding someone, and they're always making that last pass. Like watching some of the Australian teams, it's like there's so much space out there. But like it's easy to watch from the TV and be like, you need to get it out. Yeah. But like watching those New Zealand teams, they just find that space so easily. And, like, to be to be fair, I reckon the game could have been a bit more of a blowout to the Chiefs if Damien McKenzie didn't pull up with that little rib niggle. Yeah. So it's good to see he's actually named in the yeah, team this week. Yeah, he's all right. But. Um, but, yeah, the Crusaders fought back, and it was just a good game to watch. There was yeah. so much attacking rugby. Yeah. Um, the ref actually let the game flow. Mm. So I thought, for me, that was probably my moment of the week, of one, seeing the Chiefs win. But yeah. two, just seeing just You've a You've been nervous at the game. end there? Oh, a little bit. Like, I... I probably got started getting nervous when um, Scott Barrett scores just after half time. Yeah. Like you see that try and Damo's gone off and you're going, 
oh no, like here comes the Crusaders because yeah. that's yeah. what they're known for. Yeah. They're just that team. Like they're never out of it. And yeah, I was a bit nervous and it was good to see that last kick go through and then get to kick the ball out though. So What did they game. say though? That like the, force, the first four minutes was just non-stop rugby. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to throw it out there. That was an unreal as, try. As the Highlanders score and take the lead over the Blues, 10 points to 5. This is a beast Jonah game Nardike as well. Just this threw, is a really yeah, good game. Yeah. Someone just threw a beast I love offload. The yeah. um, just on that game, I want to get you uh, to sort of break down that try from uh, Nenai Satutu, the set piece from the scrum. Uh, for our listeners, uh, Tyler will do his best to explain it, and I'll do a clip for um, But it was fucking good to watch. Yeah, so actually having played under their backs coach, Rog, he's a very uh, detailed sort of guy around his strike, so... Everything you do is for a reason and you're trying to manipulate the D so it sort of fits in your uh, how you want to attack them. And I think the first part of that is you watch it, they set up at the scrum. Uh, they've got 20 in from touch. They actually bring uh, Damien McKenzie and their blind wing, I think it's Coombs Fabling, to the right side, which actually brings the 10 across. Yeah, chestnut checkers. Yeah, so they've, they've brought the 10 across. Like Other teams will defend the 9 in the pocket and that sort of gives you, now you've got two ways you can attack. If they don't bring a player across, you attack down that short side. But obviously they bring one across, uh, Rivers comes across through the Crusaders, and then you watch both the 10 and uh, blind wing swing on that scrum feed, and it's really hard as a defender, if you're that 10 on the other side, to come in and actually fill in. And then you watch, they get the 8-9, because nine, 9 has to be a bit soft, because he knows he has to get out. Uh, Xavier, uh, Xavier, Xavier, yeah, he engages the 9. Uh, Quinn comes short, which turns in Dallas McLeod, and they go Damien out the back, and you see actually some good sort of lines from um, defensive lines from the Crusaders outside backs, they both rush in hard, but the Chiefs had set it up that when the Liam Combs is coming on that hit ball, that they actually have a needle option where they can thread it straight through to uh, Sean Stevenson, who catches it, obviously flicks on to Nenai Satoru, and then, yeah, that man near the line with his footwork's pretty hard yeah, to stop. Was he beat three players. With it one was way. pretty funny. They all just drifted hard. Yeah, they bang, just, bang. Bro, so, even um, Rivers... He fell over and he was like 10 <laughs> metres inside him. He, he literally changed direction and I put it, thought it was pretty funny from the commentator saying Nano went one way, Saturu went the other yeah, way. Yeah. The Crusaders tackled the hyphen. Like, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was some pretty good chat. Yeah. That was great but, um, comps. Yeah, that was, it's just little detailed set pieces like that that you love to see and people might not see at home the little details, but the way they did that just and how they broke it down and sort of uh, clip uh, got through the Crusaders D. I could put a hundred dollars on that that they watched something during the week in those trial games to sort of run that play. Very well said from Tyler. So working some things in the background here to hopefully get some more TC film breakdowns throughout the year and um, try and lift the tech up and try and really uh, dive into the mind that you two both have so well in the game of rugby. Uh, for me, my moment was the Highlanders um, at home under the roof, the zoo going off, that fucker Tava flick yeah. past the Gilbert oh, try. Oh, what a try. That was sort of my moment. That yeah. was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Yeah, I was watching it with someone and they were on their phone when that happened and I got so annoyed at them. <laughs> missed out. I was like, you just Jules. fucking missed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the way the University of Otago students will get into the zoo, like, they're oh. going nuts, man. We've got to do a trip there. Take boys. the magic round there. Yeah. Take the yeah. magic round to the zoo. thing is, I'm pretty sure it would have been O-Week there too. It so was. That's They what, would yeah. have been off chops. Yeah, that was that was my moment. And as we're seeing now, leading the Blues, the Highlanders, a bit of a smoky this year. They're yeah, looking all right. Yeah, they are looking good. And like we said in those preseason, even though you can't take much from a preseason game, they were putting up big points against, you know, good opposition. And, yeah, watching them last week, they look good, eh? That fullback, Nipkins, like you said, Tyler, he was unreal. Like, he stood out as well. And he's already dotted down this game. Yeah. Too. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, the boys looking the good. So let's get into Super Round this week. Of course, every match live uh, in Melbourne, which the boys love seeing Super Round in Melbourne. Very pumped up about that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can get to that later. Uh, but after this, the Highlanders Blues, the Rebels versus the Force Boys. $1.42, the Rebels. $2.80, the Western Force. The line is seven and a half. Uh, a few changes up front with the Rebels. Tupu and Murphy come in. They should be better this week. Yeah, they definitely should be better. But, yeah, I, I just want to see it. And then, you know, because at the moment, it can't really go off much. Yeah. Both teams, both ways. On paper, I think they're a bit better. I think bringing in someone like uh, Matt Proctor, who's a, um, he's a, I call him like, you know, those sort of glue guys in your team. Mm. Yeah. They sort of keep the team functioning well. Like he's a very good 13 you know, he got his only got the one all-black cap, but he was sort of always knocking on the door and he was consistent. And I just think he's one of those guys that will sort of settle down the Rebels a little bit. I think last week they tried to force a bit too much. Yeah. Um, and then things just started spiralling backwards and you saw, you know, Carter's kicking wasn't as great as for touch and, and for goal. And Jeez, he missed one. Yeah. Right there, was a, there was a few things that sort of weren't going well for them. So having a guy like that come back in, even having Taniella, He's also got a lot of experience under his belt. Like those are two guys that can sort of help, um, sort of flip that sort of mentality that the Rebels had last week, and hopefully help them sort of perform. But I think the Force will bounce back too. I thought they did all right last week. Obviously, it blew out in the end, but they fought back and they sort of went that 80 minutes. But I think the Rebels will be too strong here. Uh, yes, yeah, so the last five between these two, Force have won three, Rebels have won two. A home team wins 40% of the time in this matchup, and six of seven has been decided by uh, less than seven between these two sides. So, Picks, you go like the Rebels? Yeah, I like the Rebels. I just think there's, there's a lot to improve on from last week, and they would have been disappointed with that performance getting blown out like that. Right? Yeah, I'm definitely going with the Rebels as well. Uh, like Tyler said, it'll be good to see how Proctor goes with uh, Australian outfit. Yeah, uh, I can be close to, but I don't mind that force plus a seven and a half. I reckon they might keep it tight, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go to the Rebels to win, bounce back in a big way. Uh, next up tomorrow, Moana Pacifica up against Fiji and Drua. This is gonna be a frightening contest. Two dollars ninety Moana, dollar forty the Drua. Seven and a half is the line. Um, yes, should be good. I think I'm gonna go with Moana on this one. I really liked how they played against the Highlanders. Yeah. Like, the execution was really good. Like, that freakish try by um, the Highlanders was probably poor defence to get dummied on the inside there. But still, Moana looked like good. much better than they did last year. Um, Henry Taifu at 13. Do you remember that name? Reds, Force, played yeah. Sunnybank for years. Um, he's 13. He's handy. been over in France. So he's back. And then Lee Lafana and Scobie Kepu off the bench as well. Yes, yeah, so there's obviously a lot of experience in that Moana group now. And sort of that bringing in players like that will help develop the younger players that obviously have a lot of potential but probably need that sort of leadership and sort of direction to help grow their game. So I think those inclusions will be um, obviously huge for the team. Um, it'll be interesting. I do I do agree with Rian. I thought Moana were a lot better last week mm. than they were last year and probably look like they're going to compete a bit more this year. On the flip side of that, that first half, I did not think that the Fiji and Drua looked any good last week. No, not at all. They no. looked uh, quite uh, sort of out of their depth a little bit. Like, I just don't know if they were ready uh, for a team like the Blues round one. Um, I expect them to sort of, you know, you expect them to bounce back and things to go around. But this has potential to be match of the round. Yeah. Um, both teams play with a lot of passion when they play each other. And sort of sucks. This will be the second year in a row they've played this early. 
Mm. So neither teams have actually found their form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see Moana get a win. I, I, I think Moana will get the win. I think it's sort of they're hungry for that win because I don't know if they got one last year in the end mm. at all. Maybe one. Maybe one. Yeah. So they didn't. You know, they didn't get much last year. So they'll be hungry for the win and. I think, yeah, they'll, they'll just tip it. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be high scoring. Yeah. And, I th- yeah, I think Moana get it done in the end. Yeah, so the last two between these two have been decided by a margin of three or less. Um, you expect plenty of points. I might take the over. It's at 60 and a half. I reckon they'll... There can be tries of plenty, though, surely. Uh, so you're both on that. Moana to win. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. I'm going to go the draw just to try and catch back a bit in the tipping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to go draw the win. But, yeah, I reckon Moana plus six and a half, plus seven and a half, sorry, uh, keep it close. Yeah. All right, next up, the Chiefs versus the Brumbies. Rematch of the semi-final last year. The Brumbies, $3.20 outsiders. $1.34 are the Chiefs. Eight and a half is the line. Uh, McKenzie, I was surprised to see him named originally where he hobbled off, but he's back and against Lawlessia. What a matchup. Yeah, we know where my heart is here. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know the, the Brumbies, obviously, though, have been a bit of a bogey team for the Chiefs. Like I know when I was there, the Brumbies were that one Aussie team that could sort of, I don't know, ruffle the attacking sort of flow of the Chiefs but I know they played last year and I think the Chiefs blew them out so I think the Brumbies will be looking to bounce back from that and on the top of that Brumbies have never lost at Super Round which is I think a little bit of a fun stat so there's a fun stat there'll be something they'll want to sort of keep going and keep the wins going there but I think the Chiefs um, will be too strong and I look at the Chiefs bench like you've still got Samasoni coming off the bench there and a lot of talent off that bench as well um, Rama Kapoor Hippie comes into 12 uh, he's actually been named one of their sort of vice captains or in their leadership group this year, and he'll be looking to prove himself because he'll want to be in the 23 each week as well while Quinn gets a rest this week. So I think the Chiefs will get the job done, but I think this will be a good test and sort of give us a direction how close the Aussie teams actually are to the NZ teams and see if that gap has been closed. But I think the Chiefs sort of get away with it at the end and sort of get the dub here. Reen, how do we see it? Yeah, I think so too. Well, exactly what Tyler said. We'll be able to see what the difference really is between the Aussie and New Zealand clubs and no better teams to do it than Brumbies and Chiefs. Um, close or do Chiefs? No, I think it'll be pretty close. I, l- I liked how the Brumbies played last week. I, yeah. Like, it looked really good, but then also we just said, like, it's up against the Rebels outfit, that didn't look too amazing as well. So, yeah, like like, this will be... Proof will be in the pudding after this game. A lot of Brumby's points came off Rebels' errors. Mm. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get that much opportunity. It's hard to see how good they were yeah. against the Rebels, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, so the Brumbies have won four of five in Australia versus New Zealand teams. A good record there. I reckon Chiefs won to 12, so I'll take the Brumbies. Probably plus the eight and a half. Um, but yeah, Chiefs to win for me. Yeah. All righty, let's go to Saturday night. The Crusaders versus the Waratahs. What used to be a massive grudge match back in the day. Sort of fallen away a little bit. The line's 19 and a half, so the bookies think the Tars are nowhere. Uh, $8 to win, $1.07 are the Crusaders. The Crusaders off a loss does scare me for the Tars. But new 9-10 combo. Yeah, I was actually, that was the thing that I was sort of thinking of then too. Um, it'd be good. This is sort of the, you get to see a glimpse of the future of sort of uh, Crusaders rugby with Noah Hotham and I think it's Taha Kimura. Come on, yep. Um, yeah, obviously both boys actually went to school together and played at Hamilton Boys. Okay. So they're quite familiar with each other and um, I think they're both really talented. But it is a big ask having two sort of inexperienced players playing probably the two key positions on a rugby yeah. field. Um, in saying that, as you said, Crusaders off the loss. There's also a lot of experience around them when you add in Scott Barrett and 
players like that. So I see. Sorry to cut you off, but Havili's back at twelve. And Havili's back at twelve. Yeah, I didn't actually see yeah. that. Yeah. So that's huge. Yeah. Obviously, there's a huge boost into that Crusaders team, and the Tars look like they're in a shambles right now. It's not great. Is it? Yeah, it's, they do not look good at all. And your man's out, Parisi, not playing. Oh, yeah. So. Um, it was pretty sad to see Darren Coleman come out this week and say he respects the decision of the Tars. If after these rounds, if they do release him or don't renew him for 2025. Yeah, right. Which I think is a hard thing for a coach to say, yeah. let alone this early in the after, season. After round one, too. And the thing is, they've got a hard draw. Yeah, the commentators brought that up. They've got one of the hardest draws of the first five games in the Super Round, and that's where he's getting judged from. Yeah, he's got, they've got the Reds. They go Crusaders, Hurricanes, and another, new, I think Atlantis. And they go Drew out in Fiji. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's a hard run to start the year. So, yeah. pretty harsh, and... You know, it's good to see a coach come out like that, though, and be brutally honest, and hopefully you can get the boys behind him. But I think the Crusaders are too good here. Yeah. Um, Joey Walton, Harry Wilson, new 12-13. Young, inexperienced for the Tars, too. Do you think they win by more than 19 and a half, Crusaders? Yes. You reckon? Yeah, you reckon I, d- I reckon they do. Yeah, Yeah. like like I said last week, like I don't really believe any of the hype behind the Waratahs. They're just, yeah. they're just sort of there at the moment, not really doing a whole lot. And um, like they didn't really look promising at all. The Reds just sort of didn't play the best footy that they've played, and it sort of made the game look like it was closer than it really was. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can be like a forty to twenty sort of score. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Tars came out and scored first. Yeah, they probably start strong. And you know, just <laughs> the old the old pride and the come out firing for Super Round and whatnot. But yeah. then I think the Crusaders end up being too classy and run away with it. Yeah, I'm with you. Crusaders get it done. Uh, now our final match of the round. We've, we've flown for that. Jeez. Uh, Cruz, uh, Reds versus the Hurricanes. This will be a beauty. Reds $3.60. Hurricanes $1.28. Uh, Cam Roygaard comes in. Um, Jock Campbell back on the wing for Matt Greeley. The Canes have won 12 of 13 versus the Reds. Uh, can the Reds knock them off? Being a Canes man, you are, Reed? I don't think so. Like, I, would, I really want to see Jock at fullback after how well he did in the preseason because mm. Pattaya turned the ball over almost every single time. He's got to be the most hot, cold person, yeah. especially if you watch that match, yeah. the amount of unreal moments. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, I don't want to say stupid, but just things that went terribly wrong yeah. in one game. You're like, what is going on? Like, yeah. like, he's playing so well, then you're like, oh, playing so well, and then you're like, Two steps forward, one step Yeah, Yeah, there were lots of times where he was running it where it was like, this definitely needs to go in the air. Like They had a brick wall set. None of the reds were behind him. And every time he did it, the ball was turned over. Yeah, that, but even his kicking, one kick goes yeah. 60 metres on the fly, the next one goes dribbling along the ground. Or straight sideways. off the side, yeah. And you're like, what is going on? Yeah. But um, that kick he did do, the one, the fly hat. Yeah, that was... That I that remember was messaging you going... That is the best worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, because that could have gone horribly wrong. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like that could have, and it ended up being a sixty meter yeah, exit, bomb. and the Reds go and score off it, and yeah. it sort of flipped the whole complexity of the game. Because if the Tars score there, then they've probably got a sniff to stay in it, and maybe even possibly um, fight to sort of win. But that flipped the whole game. But yeah, yeah, I don't think the Reds are gonna get the job done this week, unfortunately. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, I reckon Kane's too good. Uh, I reckon I'll, I'll, I'll compete for the first half and then I sort of come away with it as we see the Landers score again. I missed that. Yep. Yep. The Welshman, Patrell, Reese Patrell. Fakatava yeah, uh, just put a yeah. kick in, a grubber off the ruck. Into Rugby the league, goal. like. Yeah. All right, 
anyway. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that sort of wraps up uh, Super Round. Uh, well, let's touch on Super Round, boys. I know you've got plenty of opinions on it. Uh, it's the third year in Melbourne. Great concept as a whole, but there's been some questions about why it's in Melbourne, boys. Yeah, well, I think the rugby union in Melbourne is so drowned out. Well, this year proves it, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, looking at this crowd right now, it doesn't look amazing. I mean, there's no Australian teams playing, but I'm sure that when the Australian teams play, they're probably won't even be as many numbers as this. But like, what is it now? Is it six o'clock there on Melbourne? Yep. Six o'clock on a Friday. Well, hopefully a, it should be post-work. Everyone's yeah, double-header. Yeah. Get two games. You'd expect there to be a lot more people in that stand. Like, yeah. There's a lot of green there. <laughs> That's not looking promising. And my thing with it, it's not the concept of Super Round, but we're now three years in a row in Melbourne. And I'm no bus- businessman, but the last two years haven't looked the greatest. There's been no atmosphere. You know, you'd expect that, um, <clears throat> sorry, you'd expect that, okay, let's look to move it somewhere else. Hmm. If that's still in Australia, let's give Suncorp a go. I know Suncorp's already got the magic round for league, okay? Let's I give reckon even a go. bring it to yeah, the Gold Coast even. Do something, yeah. Like a smaller stadium that would look more filled out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, for, just for the TV purposes. Well, I was wondering why he was even in Australia from the start. Like, why didn't he go to New Zealand? Yeah, I, I thought they then. might have done like an alternating thing. Yeah. To share it around. I don't know if there was an agreement in the Super Rugby to sort of help Aussie Rugby grow and Aussie Rugby chose Melbourne. Like, I'm not too sure that sort of side of it. Trying to make their money back. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, because it would go If this was on at Eden Park. Yeah. Well, it literally end this, any of them. Like, one, it would be like it'll be cranking, yeah. Yeah. Put it in the zoo. Put it in Dunnets. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I, was that's what I reckon. Take it down south. Yeah, definitely take it to the yeah, Landers. It's, so it's not the concept of it. I just don't think Melbourne's the place to have place. it. And obviously... This probably will be the last year. I think it was a three-year deal. So okay. this will be, yeah. So where are we bidding? Where do you want to see it in 2025? Yeah, I'd like to see it in NZ, in a yeah. Dunedin or... A I can see it going on Hamilton. That's a small Hamilton, stadium. Yeah. 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 Hamilton obviously lost the sevens a couple of years ago as well. Yeah, that yeah. sort of atmosphere. So that would be good to see, but... um, I just love the zoo, eh? It's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> and I think if this was in, if this was at the zoo... It'd be nuts. Yeah. And because it's under the roof too, you don't have to worry about weather. It's all, it's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Okay. If in Australia, where would you take it? Uh, you'd probably have to go to Brisbane, wouldn't you? That's sort of my thoughts. Would be Brisbane. Hey, Perth. Go have Perth. Perth. Oh yeah, Perth. Look at the Perth sevens. would be good. They take it, it to Perth. Yeah. That might be an issue though. If they've got the sevens, are they going to give them super round? Give them everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think you do Sydney. I don't think you do Melbourne. Obviously, oh, Brisbane's your only. Canberra is sort of a bit too nah, small of a place. Yeah. No. Yeah. Go Goldie. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we get around sport so yeah. well here. <laughs> we will promote it. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, we'll be there. Um, all right, let's, so let's talk into it a little bit. Uh, Ray, what's making you mad this week, my boy? Oh, just, um, you know, that whole thing with the Reds and Waratahs, that rivalry, like, that just, like, pissed me off. <laughs> like, even watching the game, it was... It was never going to be... Why are you laughing? I love this segment. It's so good. <laughs> no, but like, it's my favourite part of the potty, mate. Like, the commentators weren't even commentating the game on how it was going. They were commentating it as if they wanted the refs to make calls that would benefit the Waratahs to make it a closer game. And that I was watching it, and I was literally sitting there blowing up. Like, that Jorgensen call? Mm. Yeah, that's the right it. call. Yeah. You can't tackle someone off the ball who's potentially going to score a try. Yeah, you've just stopped a try. Penalty try, but I think it's a yellow card as well because it's a professional. Wait, was foul. someone saying in the in the comms that it was, it was wrong call? Timmy Horan. Was it? I thought it was. It's fine. Right, cool. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if you're gonna try stop a try illegally, mm. 
You should be yellow carded for it. My thing with it was though, a penalty try, hundred percent. Yellow may have been slightly harsh because I don't think it was blatantly a professional foul. Yeah, like it's so close. Yeah, but you can't guess. Yeah. You're not allowed to guess. True. And also, what what else made me made me mad is that they were going at Gardner, and I didn't see them getting hate on TikTok. Fact, yeah, they were throwing some chat. They were throwing. They? they were they were cracking up at him. Yeah, see, and I was just laughing. As someone We're running supporting. around the field yeah. and saying, oh, that would look strange. But they know exactly what's going on and they were taking the piss out of him. And me and my TikTok haters will not stand for it. Okay, <laughs> that's excellent. Well done, Rick. Oh, no. <laughs> I've learned from my mistakes yeah. and I think it's time that they should as well. So in, in summary, the Where's Waratahs, it's all a sham. You don't yep. buy it. The Waratahs is a sham. Okay. And um, the internet treated you poorly. Well, no, not just, yeah. Double standards. Yeah, okay. Double standards. Yeah, That's what right. he's saying. Okay, okay. Just because I'm not a big name on the TV commentating the rugby. Yeah, right. Uh, and then you <laughs> touch on Big Dog. And they went out your couch as well. Yeah, well, it's a nice couch, <laughs> man. Fuck, yeah, they I'm doing the best here, boys. Um, if he's sponsored, we can get a better fucking studio. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Your musty old couch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks a lot, yeah, buddy. You bark, what are you doing? Yeah, Jesus Christ. It was funny. You the exact look- same thing on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you always look at their profiles and people that throw the hate, and it's no content. Oh, no. you're telling me this? Yeah, well, yeah. I went through it. <laughs> got personal with them. Some fellow was like, Worry about your garden renovations. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any of this. You're a fucking. Yeah, dude. I deleted it quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I came to my senses. Oh, shit. Uh, Tyler, any thoughts, mate? I want to go non rugby related and non TikTok related. Yep. But I've really enjoyed the basketball this week. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought that Lakers game yesterday. Yep. Outstanding. Seeing them come back from that comeback LeBron, and sort of. 34 LeBron. points, I think. Yeah, well, now he's. They won in overtime today against the Wizards. Okay. So it wasn't pretty, but he's nine points off 40,000 points. I know first ever player to do that. It's quite impressive and sort of, you know, sports podcast and it's just sort of admiring the type of athlete and sort of longevity. Greatness. Greatness. Like, it's actually ridiculous that the AG is, the way he's moving. I know he spends a lot of money on his sort of body and performance stuff, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of astonishing to see. And then the other thing that sort of I sort of checked in today, a bit of the combine, good oh, to yeah. see that sort of kicking off and seeing players moving forward and... I'm waiting to see if there's any trades and what's going on with the Bears. They're getting rid of Fields. Yeah, Fields, fields to the Falcons, I reckon. Yeah, he's going. He's gone. He's definitely and going. And they'll, they'll take Caleb. I don't want them to. Oh, really? Well, I watched, I watched some of the university games and he wasn't even like, he's not like a standout talent. Who do you want, Justin mate? Fields. I, wanted, I want Fields to stay. He's finding his oh, feet okay. there. The Bears' defense has definitely improved. Like, apparently in the last, like, what's it called? Eight games, they were top three defense. Yeah, right. I, don't, like I reckon he's going to go, though. Yeah, he is going. Mm, sad. I don't want him to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Caleb right. Williams is a tough one because he obviously came on for was it Oklahoma, his debut, yeah, yeah. and he went nuts. He was unreal. Like, unreal, but then I think the move to... Well, first um, year was good. Yeah. Second year. And it's hard when his defense is giving up 50 points. No. USC is probably not the football program I'd be running to if I was the best quarterback in the sort of... Yeah, that's exciting. In the pool. It's all heating up. But, um, what was the other one? That I was going to talk about with that. Ah, other one, Kirk Cousins. Betting odds are now favourites for him to go to the Raiders. Really? Yeah. Who, they have, who was their QB this year? Raiders. Uh, they had Garoppolo. Dobbs. Dobbs. They got rid of Derek Carr. Yeah. No, the Raiders. Then they had um, oh, Garoppolo. They had Jimmy. Jimmy G. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then he flunked out and they had that rookie. And then he, he something happened with him. So 
They're looking for a quarterback. They had a high-rated D at the end of last year. And I can see that. Star receiver. Um, but yeah, Dobbs was Vikings. Yeah, Vikings, yeah. Um, do you get around the college basketball at all? March Madness? Not as much. March Madness, I start to tune yeah, okay. in a bit more. but You should try and get around it this year. It's fucking sick, eh? It's, it's good. Yeah, I, I do watch a bit of the March Madness, but I'm probably more into the college football than the sort yep. of basketball. Just before we wrap up here, uh, we are a rugby podcast. We're also a sport podcast as well. Uh, NRL in Vegas this weekend. Uh, what are you thinking about that? Yeah, I got my fantasy teams ready. Okay. I can. They definitely took over like physical and sides with the strongest fan bases, which is obviously a smart thing to do if you're trying to market the game in yeah. another country. Always see a Rabbitohs jersey everywhere around yeah, the world. Yeah, exactly. You always see a Rabbitohs jersey. Did but you see the field? No. How it just came out? Like the photo of it? Yes, that's how it's, you know, it's like rolls out. Like No, but like there's a photo, I'll, I'll send it to the chat later, but the field is narrow and the end goals oh. look like they're about a metre long. So that's the chat, it is narrow. Um, so consider that when you're doing yeah, your wages. Someone like the Broncos, it might uh, favour against. Yeah, yeah with um, Walsh sweeping out the back. Yeah, lose a bit of sort of space with his speed. But Yeah, like, I, was, I actually wanted someone today, they reckon, look for players, centers dropping underneath. Instead of going wide, obviously for try scores, yeah, so narrow. Um, is it um, AstroTurf? No, that's no. I think it's, it's grass. grass. Oh, right. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure Vegas is grass because yeah. they do all the NFL and it's interesting it's to see them go there. Is in Vegas, yeah, spot. like just the NRL in general. Right. Imagine after the games. Oh God. I was yeah, I, I thought about NRL that. players in Vegas. Crew. Yeah, Woohoo! Yeah, I was talking to Regan to early in the week and like, what's worse, league players going to Vegas? <laughs> How many scandals? Over under three. Yeah. Like it's but then again, shot. I've seen something and it's like um, Americans. Yeah. Holy. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> yeah, but sorry. I got distracted on the TV again, guys. Zan Sullivan just oh, smoked holy. him. Holy. That's a shot. And he's a tough ball carrier. Anyway, back to what, what was I saying? Talking about league. Yeah. In Vegas? Yeah. Uh, scandals Rugby league players Oh yeah yeah They were talking about oh, Americans seeing the Rugby league scandals And I had like a photo Of someone like But then The NFL scandals Are way worse <laughs> So much worse They were like All going to jail and shit Yeah Who came out Oh someone from the Ravens Zay Flowers The Ravens are investigating him For domestic violence now They oh. come out today Yeah right After they just celebrated uh, The Ray Rice the Ray Rice The running back yeah. Anniversary and he, he, was, he was celebrated by the Ravens and he beat his missus up too, so. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. That went dark What fast. can you say? Yeah. But I was just thinking, like, Vegas is an interesting market to try and get into. Well, it's it's just going to be the biggest market. We can, it's tourism-wise. They're yeah. going to get people to go and see the Because I know they've sold 45,000 tickets. Okay. I wouldn't be uh, surprised to see the uh, CEO of the NRL out there giving out free ones yeah, to I'm sort of boost those crowd numbers a bit more. But I just think, like, America has their big four. Of sports like your hockey, your baseball, your basketball, your NFL, it's probably a market that I reckon is going to be really hard to get into. So. Oh well, I don't. You know, there's all the chats. Oh, we'll do a league comp over in America. Yeah, You're I'm not going to do that. No, yeah. like rugby's barely going good there, let alone. And rugby, what was it? World Cup was. I think it was almost ten times bigger. Yeah, but I mean, like rugby is a hard sport to just click on and watch if you don't really know what's in going union. on. Union. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas league is a bit. More dumb. You know America's won a gold medal. In the, you know that America's won a gold medal in the Olympics? Really? Yeah. When uh, It might have even been 15s or 10s. Like, this is like mid-90s. Yeah. Before NFL actually kicked off over there. Fun fact for True. Um, that is a fun fact. 
Okay, fun fact. Yes, I reckon it, um, it'll it'll go good, but it's not going to be a long long term thing. Sure. No. Well, uh, they got Tom Brady behind them. What the league? Yeah, they're just giving and saw Gronk doing some stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, like they they're trying. Yeah. Hats off to them. The yeah. funny thing is, those guys probably just think it's rugby and thinks it's all the same. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, they, they definitely <laughs> do. Yeah, yeah they, they all call it rugby, and you go through the comments, it's rugby league. Yeah, yeah, it's rugby league. <laughs> Even AFL, like yeah. people at like AFL, oh yeah, he's playing rugby. Yeah, yeah. Every everyone watching American, they think it's union. Yeah, watching, for sure. They wouldn't realize, realize it too. Mm. Uh, but the LA Sevens this weekend—that's where rugby is in America this weekend. Yeah. Has to be. Uh, speaking of Major League Rugby, starts this weekend too. Oh yes, I did see that. So there's so much footy. Major League Rugby, Japanese League, Top 14. Cooper's club or not? Good luck to Spencer Jeans. Yes, Spencer. Wait, what, what clubs yet? Ah, oh, I can't even think what they're called. Nor can I actually pronounce it. That Japanese one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> sweet. Eh? He's with like Tommy Taylor and stuff like that. So yeah, right. Good on him, uh, old Spence. All the best. Um, yeah, we're just this is going rogue here, but uh, yeah, we'll wrap <laughs> things up a little bit. Uh, boys, any final thoughts as we watch? Plenty of footy this weekend. I can't wait to see the Reds and Hurricanes and yep. the Brumbies and Chiefs. What's your best pick of the weekend? Best bet? Like best game? Well, no. Best pick. Um, what are you most confident about? I'm most confident about the Waratahs losing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Crusaders over Tars would be yeah. the best bet. Okay. Um, but I reckon best game to watch could be Hurricanes and Reds. Like I'm pretty confident on that, that will be a good game. Yeah, my best game is probably, I'll stick with that Moana-Fijian game. Yep. I just think that's going to be a cracker and there's going to be big hits and a lot of offloads and a lot of running rugby. But I'm trying to think of my best pick. I'll go Chiefs over the Brumbies. Holy. Yep. They'll be, instead of picking the... Yeah, yeah. Obvious. I can't double down on the Okay, Crusaders. well, that counts as his picking, eh? So like Wait, if, he said the Chiefs to win. Yeah. But, like, if they don't win. Oh, He's okay. trying to make it take <coughs> the point off if I don't get it right. Yeah, right. <coughs> Um, Two points because he backed them twice. <laughs> um, I reckon that, yeah, the Chiefs Brumbies, as far as a, a rugby nerd game, I think that's the game to watch. It's going to be pretty full on. Sweet. Uh, all right, let's wrap things up here. What an absolute shit show this has been. But we will keep it going. We'll be back for more next week um, as the Highlanders lead the Blues here. 37 gone, 15 13. The Highlanders looking good. Uh, we'll see you next week.